Hi, I'm Lisa Collins, and welcome to today's edition of Real Christianity with your Bible teacher, attorney, Mosley Collins. Mosley is joined today by a special guest, Dr. Donald Partridge, an expert in helping divorced parents and stepfamilies. There is hardly one family within the hearing of my voice that has not been injured by divorce one way or another. And sometimes it seems the hurting just won't stop. Mosley and Dawn have a message of hope and healing. It's a new way to live in a world scarred by divorce. And now here is your teacher and my husband, Mosley Collins, with his guest, Dr. Donald Partridge. Lisa, thank you, my darling. And we are here in the studio with my dear friend, Donald Partridge. Good morning, Don. Good morning, Mosley. And uh, we are in Child Wars. We are, the first series we did was called Parent Wars. We're now in a series called Child Wars. And this series is about how children in conflict and the divorce culture become emotionally damaged. Mm-hmm. And there is a... Um, there's a goal we have in this series, and it is how to share with you, my listener, how to build wonderful, healthy kids in a single parent and a step family household. And Don, I have a question for you. Can children come out of separation or divorce whole and healthy? And that is the major question of the world, and the answer is emphatically yes. However, and unfortunately, mostly most people don't. Either parents or children do not come out of the divorce culture or separation culture because some people don't get married. Um, they don't come out whole and healthy, and we're here to ch- to flip that around and change that. Yeah, we are. And, you know, Don, you and I know how people don't come out whole and healthy because you and I came out damaged because uh, both our parents are divorced. Yeah. And uh, we, we uh, didn't want it, but we were drugged through our own divorce. Yeah, we were we were drug kicking and screaming all the way through a divorce, and then we, you and I, both uh, experienced our own parent wars. Our parents were in conflict, yeah. and and the results upon us, and and we still feel that mostly. Yeah, and uh, of course we're shifting gears a little bit and looking at child wars about about kids in conflict. And boy, I'll tell you that you know uh, it's within every child to have a mom and dad. And to be stabilized. It's just like it's in them. Just like the Bible says, it's in us to know God. It's in us that God exists. It's in us that we should have parents that are responsible. And so kids automatically start rebelling when when parents are irresponsible. And, and they don't even know why they're rebelling, but they are. And they're in conflict. And you know what that conflict does, Mosley? Is it damages them. Yeah. And the repercussions of that is just for the decades to come. Well, you know, if if it were possible, we'd want every uh, mom and dad to be happily married and have a nuclear family, And but that's not the world we live in. That's not the world we live in, but you know what we could do? And and this is, this is an awesome idea that we're bringing to the table here, that even though individuals are divorced, do you know what, Mosley? That doesn't mean it's over with. That doesn't mean our children are damaged. That doesn't mean that we're going to be damaged. And, and there it is. You know, it's like it, we're, we're not a fatalistic approach here. Right. Our approach is even though the parents are separated. Right. They're still, still, if we learn the skill and how to manage this, we can still have excellent children. We can still build uh, excellent children within this separation and divorce culture. Yeah. yeah, and you know the thing that I've been thinking about, uh, Don, is 
we um, it's almost like to really do well at this, you have to lay down the um, your own hurts and your own issues with the ex, and you have to say, okay, okay, I'm going to dedicate myself to raising whole, healthy children. I'm going to do what it takes to have happy, whole children because they didn't choose the divorce. Right. They right. are just the victims of the divorce. So I'm going to, you know, greater love has no man than this, that he would lay down his life for his friend. And so here's what we're saying, that we're going to lay down our hurts with the ex, and we're going to focus on helping our children, our dear children, the children that God gave us. We're going to focus on helping those children be whole and healthy, even though we're separated or divorced. The, the, uh, the difficulty with this is that some people feel that it is important, in fact imperative, in fact morally right, to hang on to their hatred and their disagreements and their opposition of their exes because their exes are so bad mostly. They're no longer Christians. You know, they're no longer following, following, following after God's word. Therefore, it is actually like a, a, a moral responsibility for me to continue in my animosity. And what we're saying is, is Jesus is saying that is not the case, that God is wanting us, in fact, commanding us to live peaceful lives. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, these, sometimes you feel like the ex is my enemy, and that's very common. Well, yeah, because they demonstrate <laughs> that there are enemies, you know. But you know what Jesus says about enemies? Resist your enemy, hate your enemy. No, yeah. that's not what Jesus said. Jesus said in Matthew five forty four, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. Did he say that? Yeah, he actually did. I mean, how many people have prayed for this 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 mean ex ex husband or mean ex wife? It's so difficult. How many people actually got down their knees and prayed, Lord? I ask you to bless them and help them. I, I, Not too I, many. I have to tell you, Mosley, that um, that is like a space age verse. I mean, it's like out out of our realm of reality. Oh, because yeah, that couldn't be applying to me. Not in this situation. That's right, because of our key terms of we don't want to enable them, we don't want to encourage them, but can do any uh-huh. sin. That's all we're going to do is is if we just go, oh, everything's fine. We bless you. Go ahead and continue your sin. Um, no, th- this is not a a recipe to help people continue in sin. This is a recipe for you to find peace. That's right. For you to build That's peace right. within your children. That's right. For you to take care of your household first, and then that peace will automatically um, move over into possibly the other other spouses. Yeah. You know, another way to say that is let's not let the ex and our response to the ex continue to damage us and our children. That's right. Let's not let their lives dictate ours. Yeah. You know, we have a responsibility to live according to a certain moral character before God. I'm going to, you know, you and I both been through difficult divorces and I'm going to say this to our listeners with the right response, you can come through this blessed happy and with blessed and happy children. Do you know, Mosley, I think that's a commandment of God. I think God is talking to every single individual in, in, in this listening audience who are involved in the divorce culture, and God is commanding health, life, peace, wonderful kids, wonderful lives. That's a commandment. 
And and he says you can find it in him, not in agencies or, or organizations, but in him and him alone. Come unto me, you will find these things, he says. Right. Yeah. And you know, so it's it just seems so that modern psychology sends people the wrong direction. Yeah. And here we have the word of God from the lips of Jesus of how to do this. Well, it's counterintuitive. It's There's normal ways that we ought to live, and Jesus is saying we're not going to live those normal ways. Right. We're going to live a new way. And we can accelerate tremendous health into our kids. So la- last program, Mosley, we talked about the various different family systems. Remember the story of Tommy? Yeah. Tommy was... Um, uh, what do we have him at nine years old? And he goes through these di- various different family systems. And by the time four years old, four years later, now he's 13 years old and he's, and he's gone through all these different family systems, many times going through, through compulsion into these family systems. And, and it has messed this kid up. Let's, let's just for a minute, remind people what mm-hmm. the family systems were. I, as I'm, I'm not sure I remember all of them, but okay. first he was living with mom and dad. Okay, so that's one family system is a intact first marriage right. family system. Then dad moves out. Dad, so then, then the next family system that Tommy experiences is single parenting. His dad's a single parent. His mom is a single parent. Which so really, which goes against uh, probably... Most of what mom and dad taught Tommy was the right thing to do. That's and Tommy innately feels that something is wrong here. Yeah. That and, and can Tommy articulate it? No, but he just senses something is wrong. Right. But now we have the family systems of single parenting. Right. It, it's not that every single parent listening today. That's one family system for your kid. It is, but it's times two because you have two parents. Right. And so you have two. So you've got two now. Tommy has experienced upon divorce. Suddenly he's thrust into three family systems, uh, a first marriage and then a single parent for mom, single parent for dad. That's three. And then dad went off and lived with a woman. That's four. Eventually married her. That's five. And I will tell you, the, the live-in family system is completely and wholly different than a marriage family system. Uh, It's looked at differently, it's felt differently, it's experienced differently. So we categorize that as a family system on its own, living together. Now the mom is still a single parent, but in due course, she dates, that's another family system, dating. Six. Six, and then she gets married, seven, Seven. and then she gets divorced back to single parent, Now, uh, what we did last week is we talked about her dating one fella and then uh, several months later dating another fella in with Tommy. So there's your nine. So the, I mean, yeah, I mean, we can start stacking family <laughs> systems up. Do you know, mostly I went and drew out my family systems that I went through in my life <laughs> to date. 17. Oh my gosh. God has commanded me in my life to go through two. I'm in a first marriage with my parents and then I leave my parents and get married to one wife, yeah. and then I'm there for the rest of my life. That's two. I've had 17 right. in my life. Right. And poor Tommy, he's 13 years old. That's a pretty tough, pretty uh, dangerous uh, age to be when when everything has been so wrong. That is a dangerous age. And now, what is going to happen to Tommy by the time he's 18? He's certainly going to experience two or three, potentially two or three more family systems. And all of these, as we talked about, are not encouraging or enlightening to Tommy. As we said last week, um, the, the, what, what, is, what is difficult for parents is difficult for the child. But in this case, what is exciting for parents, exciting 
the renewal of love, the renewal of dating, the, the new renew- boyfriend, the new boyfriend. What's new exciting wife. is hard on Tommy. Yeah. And so whether you have positive or negative for the parent, both are negative for the child largely. And so yeah. now we're asking the question, what what do we do? Well, the, the solution is not. Uh, one solution is, hey, everybody, just stay with one family system and don't and don't migrate through uh, dating or remarriages or anything. And and that it may be a very good message, but it's not a real one because people will remarry. As Paul that, says that's to, really the yeah. message the church gives. Yeah, I mean, God bless the church, but the church really is is uh, focused on is going to give the mar- the message that you need to stay married, but. Probably sixty percent of the people in the pews that hasn't worked. That them. hasn't worked, and therefore now they're into a single parent. So the message is: stay as a single parent. That's there's some popular radio hosts that say remain as a single parent, and I understand the 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 reason why they're saying that, Mosley, because they're wanting to stabilize the kid. Yeah. But what we're saying is this: you can stabilize the child through the fam- various different family systems. The reality of Tommy is he's gone through all these family systems. He can still come out whole. I mean, this is quite a recipe, and how do you accomplish that? It can be accomplished, and that's the focus of this. I mean, it's going to be quite a focus here these next several weeks on us figuring out. But we can do it mostly. We're saying to the single mom, if you go into a dating and to a future marriage, can your child still remain whole? Yes. Now, let's say you're a single mom, but you but the but Tommy's other parent, he's the one or she's the one dating and going off into all these different family systems and you hate that because you see it affecting Tommy. No wait a minute now. You can have your children whole and stabilized through those family systems. That's what we're saying. Yeah. I mean it's it's we're 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 putting it down on the table here. This is this is a large shoot a fill, but we can fill it. Yes. You know, it's so important because I would bet that almost everyone listening to me right now is either has been through this, will go through this, or has someone very close to them, like a sister or a brother, a son or a daughter, that's going to go through this. And, you know, it's so there's so many damaging things that can happen if we don't concentrate on this. And I, I uh, in my own family, I have a family member who um, he had... Uh, uh, it was uh, a very dear friend in, in my family who I was related to, and he had children. And um, he was uh, dating this girl, and uh, they someone came to him and said, you know, if he marries her and has children, the new child will be his favorite, not you. said that to his children. said that to Tommy, in other words. Once your dad remarries and has children, Tommy, you're going to be forgotten. And that happens. Boy, I'll tell you, unfortunately, that is such a common occurrence. That is what we're talking about. What what is the solution for Tommy is anchor points. And when when the parents abandon a kid for a new family. Oh my that, gosh. That, that happened child, to me. That happened to me. It's exactly what happened in my in that, my life as that a child. child is a castaway child. Oh, uh, my gosh. And you know what the wording is among uh, junior high school kids? The wording is throwaway kids. Throwaway. I'm a throwaway kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, my listener, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back, and we're going to give you anchor points. Absolutely. We're going to give you solutions. We've we've laid out the problem, and we're going to give you solutions. It's a problem that Don and I know really well because we've been through this. I was a a really a throwaway kid, 
and uh, that's affected me. So let's take a break. We'll come back with some solutions from the Word of God. I hope you're enjoying today's edition of Real Christianity with attorney Mosley Collins and Dr. Donald Partridge. You can get a copy of today's message or purchase the entire series by going online to donaldpartridge.com. That's donaldpartridge.com. Now, let's get back to our message. Thank you, sweetheart. Don, let's give, let's give some help to our listeners. Give us, let's give us some anchor points and explain just briefly what anchor point is. Okay, an anchor point is a mooring. It is, an, uh, for, for the child, for the inside of the child, it is an emotional and it is a, it, it is a mental stronghold right that the child has within him for example let me let me tell you uh we all see this you look uh, i was at an air- airport the other day and there was uh, uh, a couple there a man and wife um a husband and wife and at the feet at, at the airport while we we're waiting to get on a plane there was a small child and the child was just playing happily in this airport that child had Adults walking all around them and, and, uh, and things happening and sounds and noises and things coming over the intercom. And that child was completely fine. That child was stable. In fact, the child would just run off. The parent would go get the child, bring the kid back. And the child had toys and just playing at the feet of mom. Okay. That child was fully emotionally and mentally anchored in mom and dad there was no fear it, it, we're talking total st- stabilization for that right. child going through in and in an environment the child maybe has never been in and the child is completely settled and calm why because the anchor point of mom and dad are right there that child all that child has to do is look up sees mom or dad and right. that child's fine you can take that same child into a crowded stadium of 70,000 people, the child will be fine. Yeah. You can. So that's, that's what an anchor point is. And we, even though that's what a two-year-old, three-year-old, four-year-old child, we want to create uh, a teaching that will show you how to give anchor points to your kid who's 9, 10, 15, who a lot of things around him are changing. A lot of environments are in upheaval. Right, but he's but he or she has anchor points and therefore is able to say to himself or herself, "It's okay. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm secure." That's right. Look, you can you can take that child there. Imagine that the couple that I saw at that airport with that little girl. And that little girl was just so fine. She was two or three years old, just playing, just just I mean, great time because she's secure. You can right. put her in a crowded stadium. You can put her in a crowded beach. You could put her, Mosley, into a new family system. You could put her through a single parent dating and she could still be fine. Whether in a crowded stadium of 7,000 people or in, a, in, a, in an environment where the mom is now dating or an environment where the dad is remarrying and that child still can be stabilized. So how do we create anchor points for our kids who... Um, you know, when you're two or three or four, you just look up and see your parent there and you're, you're good. But yeah. as you get older, you need something more than just seeing them there. Yeah, yeah. And this is the whole point of this series 
is we're going to go through different shows and we're going to take on different various anchor points. Okay. And we're going to we're going to reveal them and we're going to do it one at a time. We're just going to go through and kind of figure all this out and we can see how how at the end of this program how the child can be so established and so anchored that it's going to be like this little girl. Now, in this in the illustration I used, the mom and dad are married. But I'm saying to you this will still work if the mom and dad, mostly, if the mom and dad are separated, if they still are anchor points to the child, that the child can go through a mom's new remarriage and say, I'm fine. And that's through those parents, which we're going to talk about the next program. Yeah. Well, that is going to be so great because the the chaos that comes when a child doesn't feel like they have anchor points, the oh. chaos when their their world is turned upside down and, and they're just frightened and they're just hurt and they're just going to have to do it themselves and they're going to have to uh, go against things that they know to be right. And the key word is do it themselves. If the child has to do it themselves, they're not equipped to do it themselves. No. They will fail and they will cause even more difficulty and fail even more. And that's what we, we can we can absolutely prevent that. And you know, the, the chaos the child goes through is often reflected into the new family so my listener join us next program we're going to begin to give you the anchor points to survive and prosper hi this is dr donald partridge in addition to teaching real christianity my friend mosey collins is a personal injury attorney he has a calling from god to help those who have been badly injured and he has successfully done so for 30 years if you or a loved one have been badly injured, you'll want to call Mosley Collins for help. He has won hundreds of injury cases and he can win yours. There's never a fee until he wins your case. So call Mosley and his staff at 916-444-4444. Just remember all fours for legal help. Thanks, Don. Now it's my turn. Dr. Partridge is an authority on the needs of single parents step families, and a new way to live in a world broken and scarred by divorce. But don't let what you have heard here today get away from you. I want you to have this series. So go to donaldpartridge.com. That's donaldpartridge.com to order this life-changing series of CDs today. If you have enjoyed this program, or if you would like Mosley and Dawn to speak to your group, Call us at 916-444-4444. Now, here's a final word from Mosley. My dear listener, let me ask you a question. Have you prayed to receive Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? I'm not asking you if you go to church or even if you call yourself a Christian, but have you prayed to receive Christ as your Savior? If you haven't, pray with me right now. Lord Jesus, Forgive me of my sins. Come into my heart and be my savior. Amen. If you sincerely prayed that simple prayer, just like I did 38 years ago, you are born again and you have the gift of eternal life. Get in a good Bible-based church and listen here for the next edition of Real Christianity. From all of us here at Real Christianity, thank you for listening and we pray that God will keep you and bless you.
If you're pregnant and considering abortion, I have important news. I'm attorney Mosley Collins. Perhaps you know my phone number, 444-4444. In the past, I've spoken about personal injury accidents, but today I want to help you if you are pregnant and considering abortion. I know that's a scary spot to be in. So we've created a new organization called SaveYourBaby.org. If you call us, we have resources, medical care, housing, and more to help you save your baby. And it's all free. Many people now believe abortion is a bad choice. Even the woman who brought the original lawsuit legalizing abortion now believes she made a terrible mistake. I don't want you to make a terrible mistake. So I hope you call me at 444-4444. We will help you without charge. But in the end, it's up to you because only you can save your baby. 